You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. What's up, nerds? My name is Bubba Stalkup, Chief Community Nerd here at Love Thy Nerd, and you're listening to the Free Play Podcast. One half say of what? <laughs> oh, uh, you want me to say it again? <laughs> say what? <laughs> the Free Play Podcast. So oh. dumb. Oh my god. One half Sorry. of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, and you just heard. Join with me as always, our Chief Missions Nerd, Matt Warmbier. <laughs> What up? That name's grown on me. I like it. Well, that's good because that's your title. So that's I'm, I'm finally remembering it now. Glad you like it. And also with us, our chief social media nerd, Kate Katawake. That is me. Yeah. Hello. Uh, man, Hello. we're, yeah you, yeah, you didn't answer like that. So I guess it kind of threw Matt a little bit. Wow. Well, well, Sorry. Yeah, we'll fix it in post. Um, we are in, It's this is a little weird for us. We're recording earlier. Um, and we're also recording on a holy day, a holiday, as as we call them here in the states. Um, today is Memorial Day, where we memorialize tons of things, hundreds of things, none of which we are actually going to talk about on this podcast. So don't get too excited. Um, we're going to talk about nerdy things and video games and board games. Yes. And really, that's just us staying in our lane. Um, I feel like if well if we said. if we tried to talk about the things that actually have to do with Memorial Day, um, we would get so far off base that we there would be no we'd have to scrap the whole episode and start over. And I don't I don't really want to I don't want to do that. So I will say this: uh, if you do serve, thank you for your service. If you have served, thank you for your service. Um, and uh, yeah, on with the show. Uh, what have you guys been up to this week? Man. Anything important? I know that, Matt, I, we moved uh, somebody this weekend, and I gushed and gushed and gushed to you over text about how awesome Starbucks was in my hometown. Oh, um, yeah, you did go there, yeah. Yeah, like they were super-duper freaking slammed because what, I'm have guessing— Have you never been to Starbucks before? No, 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 no. Like this was different. They had—it felt like they were understaffed. Which maybe that's Seems just a legit. Starbucks thing. I don't know, um, but it seemed like they were understaffed. And I got there at nine thirty, and they were already like done. Like no more people were were done. Thank you very much. Uh, I asked for two travelers, which I didn't remember until we got there. Matt, you said I was supposed to call ahead and ask for like a lead time on that. Yeah, it's helpful. I didn't do that. So what is they, that? They hated you. They, well, they what didn't do you hate mean? me. What is that? So, travelers, you, you, you can take uh, <laughs> like boxes. boxes of coffee. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Oh. Yeah, it's like a fine box of wine, but it's coffee. I thought yeah. it was like a secret menu thing. I'm like, what is that? That's no. se- I'm telling you, that secret menu is a, the biggest farce. Like, Starbucks <laughs> doesn't have, have a secret menu. You make the drink you want. That's what you're doing. I, I like to get my mocha frappuccinos animal style. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but we'll do it if you can tell me how to do it. Hold the onions, though. Extra hold Absolutely. the onions. Uh, so I got there, and like I said, it was 9.30. They were just done. There weren't really a whole lot of people there, but I'm assuming I missed the first initial wave of people mm-hmm. getting to the lake and doing all sorts of stuff because uh, my town here is on the water, legit on the water. So 
But we get there and I said, oh, I need two, I don't know what they're called. I need like traveling two, two boxes. Mother, father, why didn't you call me? (laughs) No, they're like, oh, you mean, I I literally said, I need two like traveler coffee things or whatever they're called. And they're like, you mean travelers? I was like, well, wasn't that one of the words I said? I don't, I mean, if I got close, just, just give it to me. So we got past that and she's the lady behind the counter who I'm assuming was a shift manager said, here's the deal. We're really short on people right now. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't need them right now. She says, okay, well, when do you need them? I said, whenever you make them. And she's like, okay, well, uh, I can do it in, give me 20 minutes. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You take your time. You guys look like you're, you're busy right now. So I'll come back in 20 minutes and pick up the travelers. No big deal. 20 minutes go by. I set an alarm for my, on my phone. I come back and they are legit slammed now. Like there's a line almost out the door. Uh, most of those people are just waiting on coffee. And I guess hot food is really hard to make uh, at Starbucks. So they were waiting on all that. Nobody got the correct order. Like it was a whole big thing. So about five minutes into me finally getting there, I lean over the counter and talk to the lady, Matt, I don't know what this position is called, but the lady who actually makes the drinks at the little cul-de-sac there. Yeah, she has no idea what's going on. She's right. just making drinks. So I lean over and I tell her, um, I'm the two travelers. Not that you need anything else to worry about right now, but I'm the two travelers. I just wanted to let you know that I'm here. And she looks at me and she goes, okay. Like, <laughs> what do you want me to do about that? BFD, bro. Yeah, so I said, I'm just going to sit right here. And I sat like right next to where they were handing out the drinks. Sat there for f- another five minutes. Was on my phone, you know, messing with you guys and, you know, messing on Facebook and stuff like that. And I started, you know, five minutes turned into 10 minutes, 10 minutes turned into 20 minutes, 20 minutes turned into 30. And once we hit the 45 minute mark, um, I took my phone and I just started tapping it on my, you know, drumming on my leg. And that's when the lady, you know, she had already, she just finished getting everybody their drinks and all their hot food. And she looks over and she kind of, you know, gets like a, you know, deer in the headlight look and then looks back over at, um, the shift manager says, Hey, are those travelers done? And she said, yeah, they've been sitting here on the counter. And so God only knows how long they were sitting there on the counter, but I went over there, said thank you, got all the stuff. I learned how to put those weird little uh, caddies on the side of the saddle boxes. Saddlebags and saddlebags. Oh uh, my god! They don't saddle go on. Bags? They don't go on normal. So um, they got an angle. At an angle. Uh, and I did that. She didn't know how to do it, so I figured it out for her. Um, told her told her that the first one was free. And uh, <laughs> so then I take them back. And like I said, we're moving somebody uh, this past weekend. And I dropped the coffee off and I'm going to get donuts and I'm getting kolaches and I'm moving stuff into the van and I'm kind of, you know, playing gopher to make sure that our life group is properly moving this person, which we did really well. And legit, like an hour and a half into the move, I, I'm like, man, I need some coffee. So I go inside. Nobody's drank any of the coffee because there are no cups. Like the lady didn't <laughs> give us cups. And so I look around at everybody. I'm like, you freaking yahoos. Why didn't you tell me there were no cups for the coffee? Don't act like you didn't walk up to this thing and see that there were no cups. So I drive back to Starbucks, get there, wait in line for about five minutes. um, And then finally, you know, work my way over to the shift manager and I lock eyes with her and I'm like, I am so sorry, but I did not get cups for my traveler. And she goes, oh my God. And she walks to the back. She's back there for like a minute. I guess she's looking for little stacks of cups. She just comes out with a sleeve of cups and a sleeve of lids and just hands them to me. And she says, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's like, hey, 
you're doing great. So then I, I text Matt and I was like, look, man, tell, tell Mr. Starbuck um, at your next corporate meeting that the Marble Falls location did absolutely fantastic. Aside from the one lady who didn't care that I was there until I was the only person there um, and then didn't want to lose her job. So. Nah, I have several things I could add to the story, but I will say if, if you were going to a Starbucks <laughs> and something is not right, do not go to the bar, the person making all the drinks, go to the register because the person making the drinks is just focusing on what's in front of them. Right. Unless I'm there, you can talk to me and I'll figure it out. Okay, good. Yeah. No, I thought, Hey, she's the one handing uh, things out that are done. Maybe they'll well, tell her when, so my, wrong. well, I, you know, yeah, that, that's my flawed logic that they would give the thing, the travelers that were done to the lady no. who tells you that the things are done. Blame the person up front. That's not her. Yeah, I blame, I blame, uh, I'll just go ahead and blame Trump. I mean, that, you can, that's, yeah. Thanks. I think you should go back to that Starbucks and you should apologize. No, I don't have anything to apologize about. You I didn't like call it. ahead. Yeah. You didn't yeah, call like ahead. It. They were thanking me because I and, was, I was so nice and, to them. No, no. And instead of going back to Starbucks for coffee cups, why didn't you just go to like the 99 cent store or some cheap place and get some cups? Because the cups come with the travelers. But they didn't in this instance. <laughs> hey, I dropped 30 what? bones on coffee. I'm going to get my dang cups. All right. Should have called me. Well, what? I would have called ahead for you, man. Oh, okay. Well, if I called you, I could just call the Starbucks. Well, right. Uh, no, I'll call ahead. I'll give my discount. Cut, cut like, out hey, the middle man and get Matt Whoa. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just oh, oh my well, who's that? Matt Warmbier? Yeah, that'll be $40 for all of your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, the, tried... that's the guy that was in the picture in, in the in the food container thing. I'm on my final written warning here. No horseplay. <laughs> Are you really on your final written warning? That was it. Yeah. That was the one. It was one thing. And then he said, final written warning for the oh, That yeah. was like... That was the only thing I've ever done, and I'm on my final written warning for it. So let's not bring that up. Keep well, it down. I think it was worth it. If, I don't. If we can find – well, we can't find that picture because you took it down, didn't you? No comment. Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, good. Plead the fifth. Yep. You well, I did right. my best to stay away from Starbucks all weekend because I don't need to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Next, next time you're trying to stay away from Starbucks, come down to Marble and work at ours. Get this no. thing. Yeah. Get this thing cranking. I don't want to. Especially for holiday weekends. <laughs> I would appreciate that. I did not realize. I know coffee's a drug. I'm not an idiot. Okay. I, I know exactly what it does for my wife. Um, she legit cannot function without it. I saw her Facebook post about it. Uh, yeah, it's a real thing. Um, it's a real freaking thing. But um, I didn't realize just how intense coffee is and actually makes people when they don't get it or when they get the wrong kind or when their croissant, cheese, eggle, bagwitch, whatever it's called, doesn't have the right thing on it or they get the wrong one. I've never seen so many entitled, uh, angry white people in my entire life as I saw at Starbucks. Oh, it's all the millennials. Everything's the millennials. Dude, fault. it wasn't it's millennials, them. though. It's no, them. it's not. It was, it was, it was a joke. What it I was, just our, was a joke. It was our golden uh, oldies. 
Yeah. <laughs> like my grandpa who goes to Starbucks every day with my grandma. Not, yeah. No, usually, honestly, usually the, the older men are nicer because they're just getting regular coffee. It's fine. <laughs> as long as it's hot, they don't care. It's it's the others that the others are a little bit more picky. <laughs> My grandpa goes nameless. to Starbucks. He orders or he's been ordering like a passion tea every day for years. Mm. And then he tries. He's like friends with all the girls that work at Starbucks. And he keeps trying to return his passion tea saying it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went he went and they were like, oh, we don't serve passion tea anymore or something. And he was like, "That's hilarious. That is. Well, we hilarious. don't serve hot passion tea any longer. There so that's is. probably yeah. why. Yeah. You know so he, he went to order it, and <sighs> and they said we don't have it. And he's like, "Oh, it wasn't working for anyone else, then, was it? Boom, roasted. So, <laughs> do you do you guys watch New Girl at all? No. No, I you have. Should. I've seen it. Get on the Netflix, watch all the episodes of New Girl, um, and then we'll I'll wait, and we'll come back to this podcast. Okay. Okay. Be right Great. Back. Can't yeah. wait." Okay, now that you've watched all the episodes, uh, there is there's a character on there, and his name is Tran, and uh, he they they kind of build him to be like this this homeless, silent Asian guy who talks to one of the lead characters, um, whose name is Nick, and Nick's always talking to him, you know, like outside on a park bench or wherever, and. Like Tran never says anything, but his character is like one of the deepest characters in the whole show. And your <laughs> grandpa, Gamps, I feel like he could be my Tran. Like if I, I want I want to know your grandpa and hang out with him on a daily basis where I'm just kicking ideas off of him and he's giving me all the old man advice. Cause I think that that would just be the best thing in the world. So if you could get get him on the podcast or even just check his calendar um, and see what he's doing for the next rest of his life that'd be great it's empty yeah. his calendar is empty what's what's his park bench morning schedule? At Starbucks. his what what's his park bench schedule like he doesn't go to the park he stays at home we can fix that yeah and he oh, goes yeah. to starbucks every morning I'll just and meet then him he at goes starbucks. home meet him at starbucks yeah um he'll be there just everybody greets him by name when he walks in and i'm like oh gosh i say hey gamps and then, and then he makes a, he makes a comment. Like every time I've ever gone into Starbucks with him, he makes a comment about how many people are wearing like leggings in the Starbucks and how they're like not appropriate, like clothing to wear or something. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this I, is so embarrassing. Cause he, he thinks nobody can hear him, but I'm like, Puff, everybody can hear you. <laughs> and he'll, but then he gets to the register and he says like, is there a workout class in here? And I'm like, no. No, and they're like, ha ha ha, oh Dean. I'm like, no, don't encourage it. Don't encourage it. Like just like just don't laugh. Don't give him a reaction. And he thinks it's okay to say that. Uh, well, maybe he knows the Starbucks dress code because leggings are not appropriate at Starbucks. Are they not? They're not, they're not proper work attire. In a no, room? it's not the workers, it's the people that are there. Oh, that's fine then. Let them get out. I so just, he like complains and then he complains about his passion tea and he's seriously like, why is it not working? Like he starts a confrontation at the register. <laughs> what does he mean? It's not working. Like there's like the caffeine. He's level, not or? becoming passionate. Like I, he's not, I understand it, it. I understand. No, I got it. That's why I feel like, that's why yeah. I feel like your grandpa, I feel like pops is my spirit animal. 
Maybe I'll call him and get a little hot take on the passion tea situation. That would be fantastic. Just to like clear some stuff up. And I'll be like, the guy, there's a guy on our podcast who works at Starbucks and he's not sure what you mean about the passion tea. And I'll just see what he says. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. For next so, and, week. And we'll you, have you it. tell him that Matt has the ear of Mr. Starbucks and that he'll get the passion tea back. So long. Yeah, as- I'll be like, I, I know the CEO of Starbucks and he's, he's like, oh, is someone still interested in the passion tea? Let's hear why. <laughs> they're actually the grocery store. No, but he doesn't like the grocery store. He likes it for it to be made at Starbucks. That's fair. That's why people so. go to Starbucks, because if we just made our own coffee at home, we, it, we'd ruin it. We need yeah. professionals, no professionals making our coffee. No comment. <laughs> oh, oh man well speaking of comment kate what have you been playing this week i've actually played a lot i pushed myself a little and i downloaded two demos for free so i guess i wasn't really pushing myself but mm-hmm. i did not, not just play i did not just play god of war which is the point which is that's the phraseology is important it's not that you didn't play so you didn't just play yeah, God of War. exactly. It would be so very easy for me to only play God of War. But I'll start with what I downloaded for Switch first. And the, the important thing is that it's for the Switch. I was feeling a little disconnected from the Switch. You know, like uh, our relationship is not as tight as it once was. So I'm trying to fix that. It happens. So I downloaded, I downloaded this demo of a game called Happy Birthdays which it's from the creator of Harvest Moon. So I was excited by that, even though it didn't really look that fun. And <laughs> turns out I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Oh, I couldn't okay. do it. It is so, it's science. It's literal science. You, you're creating, you start off with like a square and in the square is this entire ecosystem and you're trying to create human life, mm. adjusting things in there. And Sounds I'm like, like my real life. Yo. Mm. <laughs> hey, yo. Oh my Weird. gosh. <laughs> This is, can you edit this out? This is I can, so but I won't. Uh, let it go. <laughs> no, it's not. Go and on. So squares and science. Sucked. I just, <laughs> it's all this dinosaur stuff and like plants. And I'm like, I don't get what I'm supposed to do. If you're really into science, you should download this demo. If you're not into science, don't download it. I had no idea. So I'm raising the land and it's like, you're creating this... It was very confusing. All stuff about the temperature, trying to get stuff to live. And then, but some of the species have to die to make it live. And I'm like, this is too much. This is too much. This is nothing like Harvest Moon. This is like my dinosaurs were dying. I kept getting these notifications. This species has gone extinct. Like, um, is that bad or good? I don't know. So I just kept going and I just gave up because just too sciencey. Too sciencey. I'm not okay. that kind of. I'm sorry to hear that. Aren't you yeah, glad it was a demo? Yeah, forty dollar game, bro. But I played the demo and was like, "This is in no world ever would I buy this." <sighs> so you played Evolution, and then the next one. I played God for a second, and it sucked. Did you play Evolution? Then, or did you play God? And this is important. I it had. It was kind of like both the way they laid it out. Oh, heresy. So, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't like the game. Then I downloaded the demo for Sushi Striker, Way of Sushido. And the game was so freaking cheesy and lame, and I loved every second of it. (laughs) I don't know. I I absolutely love it, and I... (laughs) 
I heard I'm it. It's like it's like over the top dissonance here. It is over the top, cheesy and weird. Like in a world with no the fish. World, there is a world with no fish, and like sushi is only for the elite, and like so the everyday people don't get to eat it, and they're missing out, and all this stuff. So you're you start out as a character who's trying to like bring sushi to everyone. But there's no and fish. The noblest of quests. But there is fish. That's why it's like kind of not. And then, so your goal is you collect these sushi sprites that have special powers so that when you, it's like a drag, connect the connect the plates with the same colors or the same foods and you get little power-ups and you can use your special powers to like defeat the opponent and eat sushi. It is so over the top is exactly how I would describe it. But I'm about to play the demo again and I don't <laughs> like, I feel a mix of shame and I'm not sure why you try to unlock all the just, endings or what? No, there's no endings, but it, the, the demo just stopped abruptly. I'm like, what? Uh, so I, just, buy it. that's it. Am I going to, the question is, am I going to pay $40 for a sushi striker way of Sushido? No. And I don't know. No, not with my games like says, Mario Tennis coming out, and no, you, my still heart says yes. you still don't have no, Splatoon no. too. My heart says yes. Go for the sushi. My mind's telling me no, but my body, my body, my body's telling me yeah. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's it. So I don't know what to do with it, but I highly recommend you download it and see the ridiculousness, and just think about how much I love it. It's really fun and satisfying. <laughs> Okay. It, it it speaks to that part of my soul that loves all Diner Dash games. Oh, it speaks to that in some weird way. See, so I'm not a that fan. Happened. Not a fan. Well, that's fine. You don't have to be, but I am. Yeah. Huge. More for fan. you. And I've been pushing through God of War, which has been absolutely amazing. I won't get into like super details because spoilers, but. I've been saving it and playing it in the evenings because Steven wants to watch all the story stuff. Interesting. Which is great, but So God of War is like his stories. That's his soap opera. Yeah. This is his stories. this is his most favorite game I've ever played for sure, but I'm experiencing some what's it called? irritation <laughs> with him watching because when I get into these like intense boss fights, he doesn't understand like why I get punched. Or why I'm not, quote unquote, following the directions, and I'm like, Getting good. No, yeah. it's Matt's very, got a very good point. So easy. Makes he's a like, compelling argument. They want you to roll right, not left. I'm like, I am, and he's like, No, you're other left. But I'm, there's other there's other buttons going on at the same time, and I just get so confused. And then I say, Well, here, do you want to play then? And he goes, No, just roll right. <laughs> I'm sick of watching you die. Yeah, basically, but I don't die. That's the thing. I'm not dying. I'm just, I just get hit in ways that are ridiculous to him. So here's what I want. I want, when I'm you finish that best. game, I want to have Steven on the podcast. I want to hear his review of God of War. Okay, fine. We'll make his, it happen. His secondhand review. I want you to record him. Like, don't let him know while, oh, while you're playing. Yeah. I want to hear it. That's it. Little I, want you to camera. I, should. I want you to mess I up should. on purpose. Oh, yeah. And just like, that's a good one. This is the best. And we'll, we'll put it He'd on be Insta. like, what are you doing? Because that's his, his thing. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying my best. <laughs> trying my best absolute good best. Enough. Yeah. And he's like, well, if you're trying your best, you wouldn't have gotten hit just then. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. There's a hundred different things going on right now. He's not wrong. 
we're trying to work on our communication. So yeah. is, this like, is this in your first game though? I mean, come on. No, it's you, not. Good. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not doing bad. That's I'm with thing. Steven. It's not. No. Yeah. Hashtag team. Steven. I'll try to, I'll try to get a good recording of it. Last but not least, not just oh, God of War. No, I did see Infinity War. And loved it. No, I hated it. I told you that when I was in the theater that I hated it. I just thought that you had, you'd used the wrong word. No, I hated it. And like 10 minutes in, Steven's like, all right, we've seen enough. Let's go. What? Heart, just kind of like joking. You oh. know what, what he... Steven. Like towards Typical the beginning. Typical Steven. Classic he like got up Steven. out of his chair. He stood up out of his chair and he's like, let's go. And like, we went with my brother-in-law who's super funny. And he was like, what? Seriously? And Steven's like, no. <laughs> and sat down. Got him. I didn't like the movie. I'm sorry. I thought the dialogue, there was a lot of really good and funny dialogue. I hated the movie. I had a huge like migraine attack in the movie. Thought I was going to throw up. So I was like looking around the seats trying to figure out where I was going to barf. Did you get a popcorn bucket? No, I didn't oh, have anything. That's a rookie I just mistake. Had, like, yeah, popcorn settles. I didn't want any popcorn. You dumped the popcorn so, out, you barf in the bucket. No, I don't want to dump the popcorn out. That would that'd be sad. I just, <laughs> here's the thing. I don't understand why they would put so much money into a movie and have it be how it was. <laughs> I felt like it was a huge waste of time. It's like, this is a waste of time. No, I could have been at home right now. That's how I felt, and it's like waste really? of time. Really? You're you're telling me that the part one of a culmination of a ten year journey was a waste of time. I mean, for me, it was. I, I didn't like it. <laughs> well, let I me ask. I didn't did like you it. Watch, it just, did you watch the movies leading up to it? Not all of them, but yeah, what I've did seen you miss? enough. How many is enough? I I hadn't seen. Black Panther. I hadn't seen Doctor Strange. Did you see Ragnarok? Yes. Okay. And I really liked Ragnarok. Yeah. A lot. I just didn't like this movie. It was like... I, like, just, I mean, it, like every, I felt everybody's like entitled crap. to their you know, own. I, I felt crappy about everything that happened. I'm like, why would you pay money to feel crappy? Like... Because... Why? It's got to break you down to bring you up. I haven't we, seen paid, it. we paid $35 for the three of us. Too much. Tickets. Oh, yeah. No, and I'm I'd, like, I'd so we too. spent $35. I saw it for free. And I sat through this movie with a killer migraine thinking I was going to throw up. And this is what happened. It just wasn't well, worth hope, it to me. I hope I like it. And I hope Aaron likes it. We're going on Fridays. This <gasps> You'll love it. Are You'll you love really? it. I just, Dang it. At this point, are you guys going to go see to the dollar theater? Like, is it there yet? I hope so. Jeez. It's been out for a year and a half. No, it Bro, hasn't. you got to do what you got to do here. Yeah. Who's watching so, your kids? I don't know. Neighbor. The neighbor's uh -huh. actually treat, the neighbor's treating us. They're, they're like Ooh, treat yourself. watching the kids and letting us go. Wow. So. Ooh. Yes, please. Um, okay. So it, that's the last thing Kate did. I know that cause yeah. I got the dotes. Um, yeah. Matt, what have you been doing, man? Uh, well, last Thursday was our first like game meetup at our church. And I brought like 20 games. I was trying to be prepared for like little kids that could come new gamers that could come. I was like, what would Kate play? And what should I bring? Mm, yep. So that's I, a, I, that's good. Uh, right. So I brought, sushi I brought striker, Rhino Hero. Way of the sushi yeah. Demo only. I brought, 
<laughs> I had that ready to go. Yeah. No, I had Rhino Hero. I had a bunch of just like real easy dexterity type Good. games. I brought card games. And I also brought some more, you know, Gloom gamer games. Right. No. Scythe. Uh, so I had them all ready to go set up. I got there early, set up all these tables. And then Ryan Leonard showed up and My he's going to help me out. Yeah, he's going to help out during, you know, every Thursday night to play games. And it was just us two because. I mean, it was the first Thursday. It wasn't very well promoted and school was still in session here. So I think like all of that kind of like hindered people from coming. But I've heard several people wanting to come this next Thursday. Rome was not built in a day. Right. So Ryan and I sat down. I taught him how to play Clank. uh, And it was great. Oh, he hadn't played yet? No, he never played before. Um, pretty much whenever we hang out, we are only playing Gloomhaven now. Fair enough. So we were about one sixth of the way th- through Gloomhaven. Good. Uh, nice. Getting there. So close. Such a long game. It, it, it's good. Like, it's good to level your characters up and just kind of keep moving through. And like you're kind of progressing the story along, getting to choose which direction you want to go. So uh, highly recommended if you're able. Um, I also downloaded this game called Marvel Strike Force. It's a mobile app. It's kind of like a turn-based type game. And I typically don't like turn-based games, but maybe it's the fact that it's Marvel or... I don't know. This has like a, a character progression as well where you're trying to like build up their powers and make them stronger and build up your team to fight. Um, so I've been playing that for... It's probably been about a week, week and a half or few weeks i guess is it a drafter um, or do you like pick somebody at the beginning like you unlock characters and then you unlock them as you go on you're, getting, you're trying to get shards and each character is a certain mm. yeah like you need so many shards per character to unlock them so uh yeah they're pretty generous about what they give give out to which has been good because i know a lot of mobile games where it's like it's i mean you could pay to play but if you don't pay then you don't get don't get good characters but I feel fine with who I have for not spending any money on it. Do you have Good. Thanos? No, I'm really close to having Thanos, though. Love him. Yeah. You can't love him. Love Thanos hated Infinity War. Don't I mean, I like him. Wolverine and Spider-Man and Luke Cage and Daredevil, and they're kind of like my main people. I have other ones, but I use those. To- yeah. Um, so I've been playing that. It's fun. It's like a good pass-the-time game. That's, um, that's kind of what I've understood about the mobile games is there you're not going to go pro in a mobile game. You're not going to spend the most of your time. It's like doctor's offices, stoplights, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, I think like turn based games on mobile probably work the best. I just have never liked the invisible like directional pad or Oh yeah. Invisible analog stick where you're kind of like, it's there and you're like moving your thumb around trying to keep things from going. But like, I feel like I never can go the way I want to go. It's just frustrating. So I just don't play them. Right. Um, yeah. So this one's fun. And I was, it, it's really similar to uh, this star Wars game. I was playing before uh, star Wars galaxy heroes or something like that. Ooh. I think I might've had that one at one point. Yeah. Um, but I think it's worth the download. Uh, I also have been playing, Splatoon 2, like not a lot, like some, and I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm level 15 now, but I've only leveled up one of those levels. My kids did the other <laughs> ones, so uh, I'm okay with that. And they also gave me a lot of money to spend on different 
looks or oh, weapons your, your or kids whatever. Did. It's all theirs, yeah. yeah. And they're like, you can you can use whatever you want. So I'm just trying to figure out like I don't know what gun's the best and how like what my strategy is. I I think I really enjoy it because there's really like there's no camping in this game, and I, that's kind of what I hate about other shooters. Is like you have that person who just camps, you never see them, and like you just die, and you're like, well, I guess somebody shot me. Yeah, and you can never get anyone ever. Like the like the higher ranked players, like they will always win. And I feel like Splatoon does a really good job of not making it like that. Like you're. Have you come across one of the snipers that will fly up to the highest point on the map? No, not yet. No, that's good. <laughs> well, I'm not there yet. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, I, I still feel like even with a really good play to label, like it's at least close and I'm not just like dying. Yeah. So, yeah, other than that, it's been a, it was kind of a busy week. I worked a lot last week and working more this week. Got to pay those bills. Got to get that cheddar, make that scrilla. But I will say, <laughs> I will say that uh, Starbucks has playlists and you kind of can choose which ones you want to listen to. So preferably I always listen to reggae, reggae. because yep. it's because but I found a glitch where you can listen to the same song as many times as you want to. And I've been doing it to the co- my coworkers and not telling them like that. I know that I, I did it. Like they're like, oh, why is this song on again? What's going on? Like, I don't know. Man. So it's like this, it's a song called SOS by Joseph. It's yes, so I know bad. that song. You know, SOS. It's like really catchy and obnoxious, but when you listen to it for like, 40 minutes straight. <laughs> uh, that's been a whole lot of fun. So I, I had a few different, like really obnoxious reggae songs there. You kind of like alternate, but it's great. So you, get, like to, one of my you get to build a playlist. Yeah. It's you build a playlist on whatever songs are available. So, oh, gotcha. so you can like, you can favorite them. Gotcha. So if there's only one song in the favorite, it plays that song a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes oh, it's so good gaming uh, the system i love it gotta do something what about you Bubba? what are you playing i yeah. play quite a bit Tell us. um so i i've been playing wonder boy um i told you guys about that last week uh kate if you haven't downloaded this game on your switch do it go look you have your switch right there in front of you pick it up don't act like you're doing anything right now Get off your little texting machine and look up Wonder Boy in the eShop. It should be $10, and it's a it's a platformer. Um, I talked about last week. I don't use this very often, but it's very Metroidvania in that you have to go forward and backwards, and you can go multi-level and all sorts of stuff. But you change characters based on the bosses that you, you get to, and then also you can get to a certain area that will allow you to change your character as well. You're still technically the same you're technically the same character, but you may be, you know, like a bird or a mouse or a lizard or, a, you know, a lion or whatever. And each one has different characteristics that allow you to do different things inside of the game in the world. So been playing that. That game is frustratingly good. Um, it's it's one of those games that I literally the other night, you can, there, there are no save points. So... You get all you get all the way going nope. in one direction nope. and you find something and like you're there and you're 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 like, I got this, and then you die 
and it sends you all the way back to the beginning. And you're like, I had to, pl- I had to play no. literally for an hour and a half to get all the health potions I needed and all the power ups and all the stuff. And when you die, it wipes everything except for your your progression in the game and your money. So you lose all the potions, you lose all your power ups, you lose all the everything, and you have to get to that point again. And so I almost threw my switch across the room. Um, And that to me is the mark of a good game. Like something that gets me that passionate about it, that into it, I'm there. Um, It either needs to be really super chill, I need to be good at it, like amazing at it, or it needs to make me so frustrated that I'm going to break the machine. Because then when I do beat it, I'm going to feel like a billion, million bucks, man. I'm going to be a rock star. Boss. Boss, baby. Uh, We also play. What? Uh, we also played Charterstone, uh, our sixth game of Charterstone. Nice. And I forgot because we played like really heavy for the first several days that we had it. We got we got two game five in about four days, I think. Um, so one night we played more than one game, but we got to game six and we're like, we f- forgot how to play the game, so we had to go back and read a lot of the rules. Mm. figure out like, you know, cause everything compounds like this rule builds on this rule and this is why you have this thing. And here's what you're doing with this character and yada, yada, yada. Um, mm. the game gets very convoluted if you don't stay in the mindset of Charterstone. but we got in there, we played it. Uh, I cannot decide. <sighs> do I like this game or do I want to burn it with fire? So we've played, you keep losing? I have, I won one game out of six, one game. Mm. And the one game I won, there are these guidepost cards that you use um, that help you score at the end of the game. And it's like a whole good king, bad king thing. Well, the guidepost allowed the player who lost to choose things. And that was the one game that I won. And Anna chose things in her favor. (laughs) So the one game that I won, I actually lost. Uh, and I'm just, wow. I'm just getting, I'm getting wrecked in Charterstone. And I feel like every time I try and do something good, like the game's like, no, we're going to give it to Anna. If that's I cool. like that. Your downfall <laughs> is my win. Well, she's, I keep beating Aaron and she does not like it. Well, okay. So I have learned that it's very necessary for me to win. I do not win a whole lot of games that I play. <laughs> Matt can attest to this. Uh, we've played. So several. what you're saying is, what you're saying is, you are a loser. I am a loser, but I love <laughs> to play games. So I've decided that that's my lot in life. My lot in life is to make other people around me have fun while they're playing games. And Charterstone, two player with my wife, is one of the hardest situations for me to do that because I want so bad to win at that game. And her Don't and I, you want your wife to be happy? I do. <laughs> and I think that that's the thing that's helping a lot is just remembering that. Um, happy wife, happy life. That's, as they say. Yeah, is that they say? Do they? Yeah. I, I don't think, know. You have to know. ask Steven. I don't know Never who they are, but they need to pick a different thing that rhymes. Um, we also, I've got a brother and sister-in-law that are in town right now. And when we get together, we just play games. Um yeah, all different kinds of games. So I've got a bunch of stuff that I've never even got to table that I bought in the last two loads of games. Um, and one of them was Legendary. And I've told you guys about this oh, game. Oh, yeah. 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 So I it's, like it's Dominion-esque, whatever. Yeah, so we played just the basic Marvel starter pack, uh, game one. 
loved it. I mean, yeah, that game's great. That was it was a fun experience. I I didn't know what I was expecting. Maybe I was expecting Sentinels. Um, it's very possible. No, it's, it's not. Oh no, it's, it's not, not Sentinels at all. At all. Um, yeah, it's very manageable. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sentinels is Sentinels can get out of hand with like depending on the villain you have. I've got to figure out how to do Sentinels because I have Sentinels of Earth Prime sometime coming in sometime between next. now and when Jesus comes back. Um, <laughs> no, it's next. It's next year, next April. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, sometime. Uh, let me rephrase that. It's sometime between now and when Yukon Salon comes out. Yeah. Okay, that's better. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. There's a release date. I know all you nerds. Oh, have do you been, have a release date? A uh, window, not a date, but a window. Oh. Window soonish TM. Window. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small window. It's like a Hobbit window. Oh, uh, okay. But, yeah, he said something about, "Hey guys, production is still going on, and I, I'll have an update coming soon with a release window and yada yada yada." Um. So if you backed on our recommendation on the arcade a year and a half ago, if you backed Yukon Salon. Uh, you better bet your sweet bippy that it's coming out sometime. But um, now I don't care about it. Oh, I still care. I don't. I still remember all the feelings that I have about Yukon Salon. Oh, it's going to be so fun. It'll be great. It's a good once game. Once it gets here. Yeah, it, once it so gets here. So good. Once it gets here. Are you uh, sure that what you played was even real? Or did all of you guys have this similar dream where you played a game? Where am I? <laughs> Exactly. I guess that's possible. It's not plausible, but it's possible. We could be in a shared dream state a la Inception. See? Hmm. So maybe you played it and that's not even it. I feel I like know. I would be a lot more wealthy if this were a dream. Like I would <laughs> I would handle that. Um yeah, I would come up with better better things to do with my free time. Um but uh so I did play Legendary and like I said I liked it and I think I need to get some of the expansions for it. Um, you do. Do you have legendary and or any no, of the expansions? No, I, I don't, but I want them. I really want to get, um, I want to get the Guardians of the Galaxy one because mm-hmm. it has Thanos in it, and you have to. Anybody who doesn't know what legendary is, let me game explain for just a second. So, your it's a it's a Dominion esque deck building game. So it's a co op deck builder where Dominion is not co op. It's uh, it's competitive. So you there is a definitive winner at the end because you can gain victory points, but you're all working towards a common goal where if something negative happens, probably six times out of ten, it negatively affects anybody who's playing. So with uh, with legacy or I'm sorry, legendary, you have to hit the mastermind, which is the big boss, and then you fight other little bosses as they come in, villains. But you have the mastermind that you have to hit, and maybe he has, you know, you have to hit him at seven. So you have to have cards in your hand that will do seven damage. And then you have to hit him four times. Each time you hit him, he turns to a different phase. Um, it has a different, you know, thing that happens while you're fighting him. That's all well and fine. Insert Guardians of the Galaxy uh, pack where you have to hit Thanos, where Love a regular, yeah, a regular, <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, a regular one, you hit him at seven. Thanos, they tell me you hit him at like twenty one or twenty two, which is bananas. Like it's it's impossible for one person to swing when you have a, a hand of six cards. It's impossible to hit anybody at like. 
21. Um, so, but you collect the infinity stones, which do oh. power ups and all sorts of stuff. Um, they also have like, uh, a predator pack. They have an aliens pack. They have firefly. They have all sorts of stuff. Like it's, it's a Loads heavily licensed game. Yep. So if you have a fandom, there's probably a legendary out there for it. There's it also takes, a big trouble in little China. I yes, think. there is. I saw that at my local game shop, man. Uh, I didn't get that one cause I wanted to get something under my belt because if it's anything like Munchkin, the base game is understandable. And then when you start adding in different fandoms and, you know, kind of licensing this game out, the mechanics kind of stay the same, but they add things and they change mm-hmm. stuff. Like things that are named classes are now named, named, you know, like mutant or whatever, like things that you're used to are just different. So I'm trying to get a little bit under my belt. Um, I don't know if this is normal or not, but I scored 24 points in Legendary. Uh, I'm going to assume that that's high because the next closest to me was 14. Uh, but I just went out there and I, I handled my business, man. Did what I had to do. Saving the world one uh, deck builder at a time. We also play Sagrada. I got demolished, absolutely lit up in Sagrada. Sorry, um, man. If you haven't played Sagrada, you, play it. I like that Would you that believe game, I've never lost before? Really? Well, I've now never, you will. Now I've that never you've lost. That. Have you finished every one of your stained glass panes? Yeah. Bro, I'm, I think that's game. Like, that's how I think. It doesn't matter how I think. If the dice aren't there, I can't play. You got to get, get good, man. You got to plan ahead. Here's the deal. Yeah, I started- you got to get on my level. I was killing <laughs> at that game at PAX, and I was half dead, as you taught me. Oh, that's fair. I and it was really fun. I started I in the that wrong corner. Again. That's what happened. I know mm, now. I've, I've had time say. to assess. That is what they all say. Okay, uh, I beat you too. That's right. Oh. The highest, I was just looking at my, my stats. The highest losing score was 55. That was UK. Good job. What? I didn't well, lose. That- yeah, I got like I second. I no, but I didn't get dead well, last like Bubba did. Well, you, like second is the first loser. Well, hold on, look at Whatever. that game. I'd what rather was, be the first. What was my score in that game? Because I remember yeah. finishing my. Oh, you had forty-three points. Oh, so I beat you by twelve. E. More scores by me though, sixty-six. More importantly, who lost that game? Jen. Not me. <laughs> you. You two. Y'all. No. Not it. No, I didn't lose. If I, I if you don't win, you lose. Yeah, first loser. No, but you weren't the last loser. The last loser is the one that is the true loser, not the second or third loser, whatever. Hey, if you're you're not first, you're last. Okay. If you ain't first, you're last. (laughs) (laughs) Does your grandpa say that? I think so. (laughs) No. He's very passionate about it. Um, We also played a game called Dice Capades, which is one of those weird, wacky, you have a billion dice. There's over a hundred different dice in the box. And then you're you're going around the board, answering questions, depending on what color or space you're in, you have, to, it's very cranium uh, in that you're, you're doing different things, drawing, acting out, stacking dice. Um, th- there are picture dice that you have to roll and then you roll another dice next to it. Uh, the number you have to, if you roll a five, and a, a T-shirt, you have to name five things, five movies or whatever that have, you know, T-shirts as the theme or whatever it is. So it's like it gets really hard um, because it's one of those dumb trivia games. 
but it's really great because it, it'll take everybody out of their comfort zone. Um, so it's a good diffuser game, really good party game. Dicecapades, I think it's like 20 bucks if you can get a hold of it. And last but not least, I had a chance to finally get my copy of Unearthed to the table. And that one, that one's one of those games. We played it when we were in California, Matt. Um, <laughs> and I remember liking it. And I do still like it, but it was one of those games where I kept going back to the rules and going, no, that can't be right. That didn't, that didn't feel right. Because I feel like when Matt, uh, I'm sorry, when, when, uh, when Chris was, was teaching us how to play it, he told us that you had to complete one of those uh, hex circles before you could start branching off. And I didn't see that in the rules. Like if you, if you committed to one of those circles, you had to finish it. Um, anyway, we played it. We liked it. Uh, and I really, my brother-in-law, if I see him add a, one of the games that we've played to his, his wish list, I count that as a victory. That's a that's a victory uh, yeah. for sure. Um, that should be that should be a goal for everybody when you're teaching them how to play a game. So uh, yeah, those are the things that that I've played and that we've played. And like every week on the show, if you've played a game that you think that we should be playing, please let us know in the comment section on this Facebook post in our Love Thy Nerd community. Guys, we're going to move the show right along and talk about something that they, we think is pretty cool. Um, this doesn't have anything to do with anything that's going on in the gaming world right now. We're kind of in a lull until we hit E3, and then everything is just going to go swoop. And it's just going to hit the fan. It's going to hit the fan. Wow, watch your mouth. We're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of Kickstarter stuff really start to be um, fulfilled uh, starting this summer. Probably about mid-July is when a lot of those fulfillments are going to come through. But for right now, Matt had an idea, and he wanted us to talk about uh, this topic. Matt, why don't you, you kick it off there, bro? Yeah, I, th I think there, you know, in the years and years of gaming, there have been some really, really great systems and really great innovations uh, I mean, just thinking about the Switch and thinking about, you know, any next-gen system like the PS4, the Xbox oh, yeah. One, like those are all really, really wonderful, wonderful things. I, I would even add like the wireless controller. I think that's an overlooked one, like things like oh, yeah. that. But we also have that deep, dark pit of things that probably should have never come out. The yin uh, to the yang. Yeah. Yes. And I, I get that. And I think that a lot of these like... We're going to talk about them. And a lot of these you can say, well, I see what they wanted to do there. Or, or maybe like they even led to, to something else. Um, but either way, they were here and they're still around if you want to really look for them. Um, the first one, I, I completely forgot about this until we started talking about this. The uh, N-Gage gaming yeah, phone. Yeah, man. The Nokia N-Gage. Yeah, uh, man, that thing, I, when it came out, I was like, oh, that is so cool. Like, you can have your games just, like, right here on your phone. But then, like, realizing, like, the cartridge, did, did you have to remove the battery in order to Oh, yeah, you had in? to pop the, okay. you had to open the whole oh my phone. Gosh. Yeah, I didn't. That is so ghetto. Poor, yeah. It was right poor, next to, I think uh, you yeah. had you had to open the phone, like you said, pop out the battery, and you inserted the cartridge <laughs> under the battery. Yeah, you That's had to rough. be an Apple genius in order to to get a game in and out of this thing. 
I mean, I, again, like I can see what they were going for there. And I think the innovation, what they were, they were thinking ahead, but there could have, there had to have been a better way, like make the cartridge like slide into the side. Uh, there are pluses it, and minuses to being ahead of your time. Sure. This is a minus. Don't let it, don't let it lag or, you know, no matter oh, what happens. Every game you played on this thing was lag. Every game you played, and <laughs> did you have one? No, man, no. But I saw one. I can't remember where I saw one. Maybe it was in a, uh, you know, like a local phone phone store or something like that. But th- like when you you can look up pictures and videos of people with this thing online, and they used to call it the taco phone because when you hold it up to your face, it looks like you're talking in to a taco. <laughs> so it's flat on one side and like curved <laughs> on the other side. Yeah, it's it's a whole freaking thing. The end gauge. Man, I'm I'm looking at games right now for, it, and they were like, they're still not super cheap. Yeah, well now it's so just. Yeah. yeah, now now it's one of those things like you have you know, you have to have the thing because it was so bad it's good you know like it jumped mm. the shark. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, now now look where we are. I'm playing. Any game I want on my phone. Right. Like if you think about that, you know, you're like, wow, what a time to be alive. I have a Nokia N-Gage and I can play games on my phone. So cool. And now it's like, (laughs) that's whatever. You know, everybody can play games on their phone. Next. They're really small cartridges, which is kind of cool. I mean, I don't know. We're almost coming full circle on that with the Switch. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like they're yeah. they're about the size of a switch. It looks like at least. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not cool and it's not efficient in any way. At least the yeah. switch is like you don't have to take out batteries to put the games in the switch. That's true. Oh man, that's yeah. Looking at pictures, that's rough. Oh man, what, what about what do you guys got? Did you guys uh, did you guys ever see or have or use the uh, Nintendo Virtual Boy? I've played no. one before. The Red Death. Yeah, like I didn't know that was a, like a bad like it made people what sick or colorblind or <laughs> blind or something like that. Yeah, uh, it, it almost made you brain dead because the way that they did it was it was it was literally it was 3D before 3D was the thing, and the way that they would do it is they would project different levels of images onto <laughs> different places in the virtual boy that's why it's so deep because it's it's legitimate depth inside of this i i i don't even want to call it a console but that's exactly what it is um it it looks like a really like a like a beta uh you know like virtual reality headset which i guess that's what it is but it came with this stand that you would set on your desk and then you would put your face into it and Everything is black, and the only thing, all the stuff that you see is red inside of the Virtual Boy. That's kind of scary. Yeah, Virtual Boy. So it has a controller hooked up to it, and you know it was a you know fairly basic controller, nothing to write home about on that one. But it was just the harshness of the red and the weirdness of the depth, and they didn't really have it figured out. That would it would make you nauseous almost immediately. Like people you know, could not play this for long periods of time. It says that it it causes eye strain if you play it over 30 minutes and it can cause eye damage to children under seven. 
I'm just trying to remember like when I played it, like, could I sue Nintendo and get, let them <laughs> like give me Lasix? Yeah. Because Maybe that's why your eyes are so jacked. Thanks. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I'm not judging you because my eyes actually might be worse than yours. I blame the virtual boy. Yeah. Thanks call him up. Call no, him up. I, I remember playing Mario. I think it was Mario and the virtual boy. Played it quite a bit. I mean, it was fun. Like it definitely was like this stark contrast between blood red and black night man uh, uh i would play it again if i had the opportunity i would to. play i would no. play it again i most certainly 100%. would uh and really you look at it and you go man how on earth would a controller with two d-pads one mm-hmm. on each side fail um but it did i don't know why do they have d-pads on both sides i cannot even remember because it's revolutionary technology my dog that's why (laughs) (laughs) hey speaking of revolutionary technology what about the Wii vitality sensor that looking at this picture is so hilarious to me it looks looks, yeah it looks like you're in the hospital and you're trying to press the button to get more like morphine into your system there yes please or whatever whatever they put in there mother may i the, the nurse button you press and they i don't understand this at all it's like the the right hand you put your finger in that little clamp thing and it's looking at your well i mean it's probably for the wee fit junk you know when you're yeah. like no because i read over or... i read on this other one that it bowling. says um nintendo also envisioned the vitality sensor being utilized along video alongside video games with the device having the potential to track fear in a horror game or relaxation in a yoga game whatever okay. a yoga game I mean, is that's but it's like kind of cool well, no, and they're starting. Because- they're starting to build games with that technology built into it. That it'll like horror game. There's a horror game out there. I cannot remember. I think it's still in development. But it learns what makes you scared, and then it adapts the game to that. That is so. It's scary. a living Just- nightmare. But see, that makes sense. But this, where you're wearing, it's basically one hand is completely out of commission. So you wear the thing. Yeah. So you can you only do like motion control a- or like. Yeah, the the mo- the other controller is in the other hand that's not hooked up. It just you can it pretty just much gives wave it. Use the A and the hospital, B. Hospital hospital vibes from this. <laughs> well, so again, ahead of its time because honestly, I Was don't. It? Well, yeah, because I, I don't I don't know I don't know why. So don't even bother asking, Kate. Um, but streamers who do like world record runs and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of guys that do like old games, um, what they'll do is you'll you'll see on the side of their screen, they'll have you know, on the right side usually it's the game, and on the left side it's like the splits, and it has like a heart rate monitor, so it shows you like at what point like if they get to a really stressful time, maybe they're like you know six seconds behind the world record and they have an opportunity to make up that time, it'll show that their heart rate spikes. So right now, current streamers are using something like this. It's not. It's not that, but they're using something like this to monitor their heart rate so that the people on the stream can, I don't know, I guess, see that they're actually see doing that they're it. Stressed. Yeah. That doesn't, I don't get that though, because it's like, so you weren't believing the person was stressed, but now that you see in the corner, it says 110 BPM. Now you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's, that's it. That's the selling point there. I don't. I don't really get that. I mean, I have a Fitbit that tells me my heart rate and it's always high. I mean, that's probably what they're trying to do. I mean, if 
if you look at your phone, like they're trying to track your, your heartbeat and I don't know. It's just another, another way to sell it. Another gimmick. Yeah. I want to sell your heart rate info to, to who, who who would benefit from that? The hospital? I'll take it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, Matt called dibs, so it doesn't matter now. (laughs) Oh, pretty high today. Hmm. So a lot of people have asked why, why is an Apple in the video game space? Uh, why haven't they made the plunge? Uh, and I was one of those people too. I was like, man, if they just did this, if they got in with all the technology they have, all the proprietary ways that they do things, uh, they would slay. It would be theirs. They could, they could probably take a huge chunk of the market from Nintendo and PlayStation and also Xbox. But what people don't know or may not know is that they've already tried to do this. Um, they used to have a partnership with Bandai. Um, and if Bandai rings any bells, it's, you know, Namco Bandai. That's, that's kind of a, another company out there. Um, the Apple, uh, the Apple Bandai <laughs> Pippin. Never heard of her. Yeah. The Pippin, um, was a thing and you can look this thing up and it's got a nice boomerang controller. It has what looks to be a trackball in the middle of the controller, um, guys, it's a whole freaking thing over here, but, um, for whatever reason, it didn't, it didn't work. Um, I can't, I can't really think I of, I can't really think of, of why it would have worked just looking at it. Uh, so at that time when, when this thing came out, it was in 96 that this came out. So really the video game market at that point was bloated with all sorts. And Matt was already 40 or 50 years old at that time. That's true. Correct. Um, yeah, he, he was six kids deep in 96. <laughs> um, but, I mean, there's so much out there already that was failing. Uh, and you actually had really good systems that were also out at that time. So that was a weird time for Apple to get involved in the video game market. I feel like if they did it now they would have a better chance because there really only are three major players. So you've got Nintendo, you've got Microsoft, and you've got Sony. Those are your three hardware choices. So now is kind of the best time for Apple to to resurface and try and take another swing yeah. at this thing. But I don't know, man. It, it came in, there was a white version, there was a black version, uh, it had a rounded D-pad. Who didn't like a rounded D-pad, right? I can't think of one person. No, I can't either. Uh, but Japan, they were the ones that had a chance to really get a hold of this thing. Um, and we never never got a chance. And that's probably for the best, I think. You could have played games like Jungle Park, Kids Box, Music <sighs> Island, Volumes 1 through 4. Tell me. Wow. Peas, Peas Turbo, please bring it back. Oh, here we go. Tamagotchi CD-ROM. I would have liked to have played that one. Uh, But yeah, anyway, there's a lot of stuff on here that uh, Westerners just never had a chance to even, even touch. But that was a huge fail for them. So much so that Apple has buried it, and (laughs) they never, ever, ever talk about it. Buried with (sighs) E.T. Too soon. 
the art the Atari game, too not the soon. actual alien. Well, I don't know. He may be down there too. <clears throat> oh, ouch. What else? What are some uh, of the other flops here? Man, I mean, Kate wanted to talk about 3D gaming. Jesus, yeah, because because I hate 3D gaming and I don't understand why. What about like Virtual Fighter? What is that? It's a, it's a 3D fighting game. What about Mortal Kombat 4? No, I I got the 3DS a while ago, a long time ago, a couple years ago. And oh, you're talking like actual 3D gaming, not like gaming in actual a, actual like 3D like gaming. like Banjo Kazooie. I would consider no, that. like no, like actual 3D gaming. I got gotcha. you. Actual 3D. Like so seeing in depth. Yeah, got it. And there's the there's the hole on the 3DS. There's the switch that you turn on if you want to play in 3D gaming, whatever with it. And right. I just don't understand what makes it so like why people were so stoked on that and why people thought it was a good idea it it didn't change my gaming experience at all it just gave me a headache (laughs) a literal headache. everything gives you a headache so i mean that's not that is true i I think it looks really cool i think that like i think the only time i turned on like when i'm playing like a link between worlds is when i'm in a dungeon because i feel like the dungeon that they that they made is made around the 3D element of the mm. 3DS, and I can really enjoy like the layers because you're kind of like in those dungeons. You're working from like top to bottom sometimes, and there's different things things you need to see above others. But for the most part, like you have to keep your eyes like just in the right spot, or you can't see yeah. what they yeah. want you to see. Yeah, like I had to ho- make sure I was holding the 3DS just so, otherwise it would look kind of funny. <laughs> and like maybe that was one thing, one reason why I wasn't excited about it is because I was just playing Animal Crossing in 3D. Yeah, and it that's was just for no was, reason. I, I just didn't really get that, and it wasn't really worth it to me to see that. Yeah. So I never I just, got I, into that. I don't really understand. I'm a little confused. <laughs> We don't really even see 3D movies, honestly. Um, We'll just go see them. Just go see them in 2D. Uh, Some of the other things that we didn't get a chance to talk about, but are out there Um, recently: the Xbox Connect, the PlayStation Eye, stuff like that. Um, Anything that's a camera uh, that will watch you 24 hours a day. Kind of a hard pass um, on a home console. But uh, also, let's uh, throw back to the Nintendo Power Glove. Um, such promise, such flop. Um, but guys, those are some of the things that we thought were pretty uh, pretty colossal failures, and the internet seems to agree with us on most all of these. If there's something that we missed or something that you want to talk about that was a hardware failure, we're not talking about the games that failed, but a hardware failure in video game history, let us know in the comment section below. But that is going to do it for this episode, episode nine of the Free Play Podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to join our Facebook group. Just simply search Love Thy Nerd. And this is a group, a special place for us that you can keep up with what's going on inside of Love Thy Nerd and chat with other awesome nerds while you're there. We are part of a Love Thy Nerd podcast network, so be sure to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. U.S., Canada, probably Brazil, I don't know. I threw that one oh, out there. Oh, we? Yeah. Uh, not translated, but hopefully, 
You speak, of, speak of the anglais there. Should be um, fine. Really, anywhere that podcasts are found. If we are not there, let us know. We'll do our best to get on that platform. Be sure to check us out on iTunes specifically. Give us a five-star review. And if you do, you're going to get a chance to win up to a $60 game on any platform, including tabletop, of your choice. All you have to do is rate and review five stars, Humans of Gaming and or Free Play Podcasts. I'd say just go ahead and do both. It's well worth your time. Um, mm-hmm. You don't need to fact check any of this. Just go ahead and do a five-star review. And we will get you into the drawing at the end of the month for that $60 game on any platform, including tabletop. Also, if you can, we would love, love, love for you to partner with us financially. Ministry costs money, and we would love for you to join us on this journey. All you have to do is head on over to lovethynerd.com forward slash partner to make your donation. We're looking for any amount, but a monthly bank transfer donation really helps us out the most by allowing us to get the most out of your donation by sidestepping multiple transactions and credit card fees. Once again, go to lovethynerd.com forward slash partner to help us be Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and all the Snapchats and Probably not Snapchat, but what are what are we on, Kate? We're on Twitter. <laughs> we're on Insta, Twitter, Facebook, Instas, all the things. We are at Love Thy Nerd wherever you can find us. Once again, I'm Bubba Stallcup. I'm Matt Warmbier, and I'm Kate Kotawaki. Go on doing nerd things, you nerds, and also remember that Jesus loves you, nerds. You have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. I thought it was like a secret menu thing. I'm like, what is that? That's no. se- I'm telling you, that secret menu is a, the biggest farce. Like, Starbucks <laughs> doesn't, doesn't have a secret menu. You make the drink you want. That's what you're doing. I, I like to get my mocha frappuccinos animal style. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but we'll do it if you can tell me how to do it. Hold the onions, though. <laughs>